Hello, I'm Mark Weaver, president of Mark Weaver & Associates Interior Design. I'd like to invite you to our Instagram Live series called Designers at Home. It's every other Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. It's a casual, informative, and exclusive discussion with renowned architects, interior designers, and artists from around the world. This half-hour podcast program is a recording of the live talk addressing all things design and architecture related, along with personal anecdotes and inspiration. Guests have included Emmy-nominated set decorator Peter Gursky, one of America's leading sculptors, Sabin Howard, renowned architect and artist Leo Marmel, and art advisor extraordinaire Barbara Guggenheim. We look forward to you joining us. Thank you. Hi everyone. I know that you're used to Mark being on here. We're gonna just, you know, mix it up a little bit today. We have a wonderful guest today. Blakely, good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for joining us this morning. <laughs> I'm glad I made it. <laughs> Was I really late? No, we're right on time. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming coming on and making the time. We're all very excited to chat with you. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. And it's so funny. I, you know, we had met via zoom before mm -hmm. and I actually, um, was at an event for ICAA the other night and got to meet you in person. Yeah. Too. So it was fun. such a wonderful event for those who don't know about ICAA. It's a fabulous, um, organization for networking and, you know, it has, some of the most amazing people in the industry, right? In all different facets. So Institute of Classical Art and Architecture, they're yes. national, international, and it's just the best group. And I have an organization and I tell everybody in our organization, you got to join ICAA, yeah. find your local chapter. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Um, I know that you're used to having Mark on designers at home, but today we thought that we'd shake it up a little bit. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Blakely Craft. I'm the studio director here at Mark Weaver and Associates. Um, and we thought it would be really interesting to sort of um, have a different topic on, and that's women in business and luxury design. So with that said, who better to join us than the one and only Jennifer Convey. Jennifer, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, um, for those of you who aren't familiar, the few of you, Jennifer Convy is a celebrated interior designer, TV host, producer, lifestyle expert, and entrepreneur. She has had the privilege to create, host, and produce many of her own TV series relating to her two passions, which are design and travel, internationally specifically, um, on many major networks to a global audience. Um, Jennifer is the host and producer of the popular webcast series, Wild on Design, where she has in-depth, lively discussions with design icons and leaders in the luxury design and build industries presented by the Pacific Design Center and Women in Luxury Design, which is Jennifer's foundation, um, which is luxury design business networking, organization bringing together leaders in the industry where she is CEO and founder. Welcome. Yeah, 
that's true. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for the the intro, Blakely. It's a pleasure to meet you. We love Mark. We love the whole team there. Um, no, I'm really excited. You know, we're gonna have a girl chat, I guess, yeah. today. Really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's important for us girls to, you know, connect, uh, especially in business, right? Yeah, it really is. You know people think that design is, you know, a primarily women dominated industry and that's not necessarily the truth. So, um, with that said, I would love to hear your thoughts on, cause you are kind of, you know, an expert in this. You have had an amazing multifaceted career. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Just by being a woman yes. exactly. uh, about the women thing. Well, you know, yeah. So, it's, it's really interesting. So I have this business networking organization, Women in Luxury Design, AKA Wild. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't name it Wild because when I Googled Wild Women, Wild LA, I can't unsee what I saw. So no, right. we don't want <laughs> the nickname. We don't own that and we don't want to really. But um, yeah, so Women in Luxury Design, uh, truth be told, we are a women's organization, but we do have men and women. We do events that way and I'll get to that. But um, I find that there's such an amazing a sisterhood and basically what the organization is, it's a private, uh, we're private vetted, invitational or nominated only uh, network organization. We take two principles per firm. It's any industry, um, including interior design, architecture, hospitality, real estate, art, and all the adjacent luxury design build industries. We're sponsor driven and sponsor friendly. Um, and I just had this thought, I was in another organization and I thought, why, you know, I've had networking organizations before in TV, you know, in that industry. And, um, I just would always see business cards flying and people connecting. And I was in this other group and it was very casual. And I went, you know, we need to do this on purpose. Women with a purpose, meeting with the purpose of ex expanding the circle of opportunities, collaborations, uh, and relationships and community in business. And I thought, you know, if we build it, we'll see if they come. And what's amazing is, you know, I'm always amazed. Not only do they come, but they bring this energy. If you create this atmosphere where we believe community, not competition, I really see it at work. You know, that old school way and we all know a few that still believe you know i can't share my recipe i can't share my sources because i have, i need to get credit for that you know google sort of blew all that out of the water yeah. so we're in the age of collaboration you know and we're stronger for it and um i'm just so grateful it kind of takes all the things that i did producing putting on a show interviewing media uh media training all that it, i do by creating content, inspiration, speakers and panels and, and really cool events. So I'm really happy and thrilled and it's full time. And the webcast is with Pacific Design Center who is partnered with us and we are so grateful to them to distribute um, the Wild on Design, which is interviewing uh, design icons. We'll get you on it. We have to get you on that. Oh, I'd love um, it. Yeah, actually, and more. Um, in preparing for our talk, I was watching a few episodes and you had some really, really wonderful guests. Very lucky that, that way. Yes, um, just amazing guests. And we have two coming up, Richard Landry. Oh, great. Uh, building a Legacy and Julian Lennon, 
Uh, oh, wonderful. Yeah, so those are those two are coming up. So thank you for checking it out. But yeah, we'll have you on. We have to have you guys on. We love um, it. Yeah, we'd love that. But anyway, you're a woman in business. And you know, how many women work at the firm? Not to put anybody on the spot. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have had other women in the past. But currently, I am the only um, woman at the firm. Um, I run the business side of it. Uh, so it's it's very it's very interesting um, yeah <laughs> so you know we deal with a lot of um businesses and vendors that are you know male dominated and it can be challenging sometimes it's um i find that um not to throw anybody under the bus but i do find that there <laughs> are some yeah. men still out there who have a preconceived notion or prejudice against women in business or professional women. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they, you know, there is that machismo attitude still out there. And, you know, it's, it's a little disheartening to see, but you know, it's, I think it's to their disadvantage. Yeah. 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 You can't right Exactly. I find that, um, as a woman in business, you know, and I've traveled all over working and I feel like they always want to talk to my male counterpart. Mm -hmm. It's a choice, even if it is my 23 year old sound guy. Right. You know, <laughs> no, I'm the boss, you know, um, no, you can talk to me or the other female producer. Um, and I find that I get questioned more. Mm -hmm. I would say that that's something I don't think. And, and the type of questions like your expertise or your knowledge and stuff, I don't think would a man to man would necessarily happen. So we have a ways to go, but yeah. still being in the United States uh, as a woman, um, it's still the best place to be considering yeah. even with recent history. And somebody asked me recently, you know, and my answer would have been different a while ago, but in recent times they asked me, so why a women's business networking organization? And I just said, till we don't need one anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, unfortunately, we're still now. in that that period of time where we we need to continue to build each other up. You know, it's just like you said. You know, share recipes. You know, share knowledge, share information, share networks. Like, we have to continue to build each other up because there are so many people out there that continue to just consciously or not want to you know knock us down mm -hmm. and we just got to keep at it. Yeah, as a society, I think that exists, male and yeah. No, you're 100% right. I mean, that's absolutely right. And, you know, I talk about this, um, you know, that topic of if you feel there's competition and you feel that you can't share your resources and that that's a threat to you, then you're not doing it right. You right. know, how you everyone in this fabulous community that I absolutely adore, I mean, the creative individuals in our design build community is extraordinary here in los angeles oh yeah in particular and of course i'm biased but um but you know if and that's men and women it, it you know we celebrate the men that stand with us not behind us they write the checks they hire us they give us executive positions until more female uh business owners own their own businesses yeah and um and that's we celebrate you know we're one humanity that's <laughs> we are that is the goal uh, for the sensibility of that. But, um, you know, you're not doing it right if you really, you know, if you're really honed in on how you're unique, 
and how um, what expertise you have and how special you are and what you have to offer your own value in whatever it is that you do, then you will never feel that there's competition and you're not approaching your business like that if you're on point with messaging and all that. So, right. you know, really there's no, it's impossible. No two people bring the same thing to anyone. And I always say this, you know, um, in coaching too, it's, it, you can have the best portfolio in the world, but if they don't like, you know, you feel you're authentic and true and, and true to who you are. Um, all those things that trust, Factor, well, you know, they won't hand you the keys to the kingdom. You're right. an expensive venture. It's an investment. So, yeah, it's not just about being talented. It's about owning it and really being true to you, yeah. yourself, and the best version of you. Not a different version of you, the best version of you. Right, bringing all of that authenticity to the table. Right. I want to ask you because you were one of those gifted, lucky people that knew you wanted to be in the design world early on right yeah so um it's really actually very interesting and i always thought that i was very lucky in that um i knew that i wanted to be an interior designer from a very very young age um yeah. i think i was like 11 years oh old and <laughs> yeah um i was one of those kids who you know we would have and have slumber parties with my girlfriends from school on the weekends and we'd like move all the furniture around and my mom would come in and she it would make her crazy her living room was totally different so um of course we have to move the back and it was all wrong it was all wrong but you know <laughs> um but yeah and you know as as i've you know developed in my career i've met so many other i was going to say women but people in general who have had so many different um career paths in their professional life and it makes them it makes for such a more interesting well developed professional i have found so hmm. and that's i love hearing that since i'm on my seventh or tenth incarnation i feel like but <laughs> But don't, don't, um, you know, don't downplay the extraordinary experience you have and all the facets that you bring with all the time that you've had to really nurture um, your passion and your interest in this field. Yeah. Because we all know how much that of you is involved in that, meaning so many different facets that you have to bring together to do your yeah i mean it's very true there's so many different um parts of running an interior design business that you know everybody thinks oh you know you just you know pick paint colors and fabrics yes. and make the room pretty yeah. that's if you're good at it that's like 10 percent of the job the rest of it the rest of the other 90 percent is business and if you don't have a good business sense you are going to drown yeah um, I just met someone the other day who was in marketing and said um, they were just, they just hired somebody and they said, oh, we read on their resume that they actually worked in a restaurant for six years when they were younger and they went, oh, hired. <laughs> They'll work good under pressure. They're good with people. They can multitask. I went, that's so cool because, you know, when I was starting out trying to figure it out, I was an actress. I was a performer <laughs> in my former life uh, and a dancer, a body ago, I always like to say. Hard for me to remember, but... Um, uh, uh, it's true. You used to have to sit be so focused. Like your resume is perfect. And, you know, now today it's so different than when I was starting out where, you know, 
the preconception was, well, if you weren't focused, you couldn't put anything in your career that wasn't directly applicable to right. the job that you wanted, right? Right. Or career or job. And now they want to know you're well-rounded. It's, you know, they want to know your hobbies. Great. You ski. Great. You do this. They want to know that you have the discipline. They're looking between the lines, which mm -hmm. I think was a much healthier way to go. Oh, if completely. not all of us are new and know at 11. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, I mean, I completely agree with you. I mean, going back to what you were saying about, you know, somebody gave a resume with six years of restaurant experience. I mean, great that person is gonna grind it out for you they are gonna they're gonna be a workhorse they're that's gonna make great. it happen yeah. you know and that's and people you know when you're thinking what's that oh skills soft skills yeah completely and you know when you're you know in high school thinking about what do i want to do with my life you know nobody ever thinks like oh well i should have you know x number of years experience doing something else first i think it's so important right no absolutely Absolutely true. Yeah. And you know, what's, what's interesting, I mean, I can speak to pivoting and changing and, um, you know, I find that um, I, I'm extraordinarily surprised and inspired by people who are killing it in design and build. I, I interview a lot of people and uh, as well, and you know, they started at 30. Yeah. <laughs> they had a career in finance for 10 years. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they raised four kids. It's like, oh, a woman who has children and a career, let's just say a job and works. I'm, I'm just power to the super women. Seriously. I don't have children. I can get myself and the dog out in the morning. I'm a, you know, I'm doing good. Um, but you know, my hat's off my hat's off too. Yeah. We are super, super beings. Um, especially the moms out there, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really a big transition, you know, and pivoting. And I find that um, everyone I've talked to, though, their skill set from whatever it was, even if it seems completely different, the finance helps them in their business. Um, mm -hmm. What if they were a painter and they decided to become a designer or whatever it is, they're taking a skill set and marrying it in. They're not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Right. They're not necessarily going back to school. They already have a skill set with them being on the planet and being working um, that they can take with them. And I think that's really important to remember if you are going through a transition and pivot to really think, gee, I have X amount of time. What do I really love? And what do I bring to that? Because you are, you are going to have skill set yeah. that will, that you like it or not, will bring too. And usually it's always a plus. Oh always. yeah, completely. I mean, you know, I have, I have a girlfriend who she's, she's got one, she's got a four-year-old and they, baby number two is coming next week. Oh um, and she, we worked together in the design industry for, I want to say seven years. And she, you know, she's been doing the mom thing, raising her daughter. Oh, and she is just killing it. But, you know, she talks about wanting to get back into the design industry and like, you know, is this the right thing? Is it the right time? And I always tell her, listen, you know, don't, don't let time be the dictator of what your life trajectory is going to be. There's always going to be more time. Sure. You know, we don't live forever, but, right. you know, you can have this life right now of so many years raising your family. And that's wonderful. You're never going to get this. You don't have back. that. 
time back. Never get That's that right. time back. Priorities time. But you can, the design industry will always be there for you to go back to. So, right. you know, or if you decide after the fact you want to go and do something else yeah. and yeah. I don't do kids parties or something like that, you know, you can do that. There's no, there's it's no hourglass on it's something. It's true now. People are starting careers much later in life and new careers or their third yeah. career are like me. Yeah. You know, um, I left TV. So my huge pivot was I've been doing television for, you know, most of my life, but 15 years of my own series. And I traveled all the time. It was national, international, every other month. Um, and I, you know, my father's daughter, you know, who was no longer with us, he literally worked himself to death and because we love it. Yeah. <laughs> we love working. We love what I do. And I just, I, I burned out. It was costing me my health um, because I could do it and I had a lot of energy seven days a week. I was living in amazing hotels. Um, I'd come back into town. I always kept up my place, whether it was Canada or LA or wherever it was, New York. Um, I'd come in for three days, you know, <laughs> repack, go do, do voiceover for the stuff. Oh, repack your suitcase. Yeah, just my personal stuff. Wardrobe was shipped. Um, but, you know, I, I started to feel like a tourist in my own home town and I just said you know I want to hang my shingle and do design I had already been doing it and I didn't have time for it in TV I was designing room makeover shows in the end there for A&E for like five years on my show and um and I just thought you know I've done this I feel really proud of the body of work it wasn't about money it wasn't about anything I just need to have a life that isn't in a hotel and um you know, at the end of the day, you want to be in your own home and mm -hmm. eat food you want to eat. And, you know, nobody feels sorry for me. I'm super grateful. Um, my passions were travel and design, and I had shows in both of those. Pinch me. You know, already in my chosen vocation, I came from TV. So I came from it and moved into that. I wasn't interested. I was working for E! and entertainment and all that. And I just, it, I wasn't as passionate about it. I come from an entertainment family. And um, I left. I left my own show. The network went, what? And um, best thing I could have done, really hard, really hard. They went, what, are you crazy? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did you take some time off after I, that just to kind of, you know, time eat, off. Love, figure it out? Yep, I took some time off. I, I revamped, rethought about what I wanted to do. Um, it was a terrible time. Things were crashing and uh, so much for putting up my own shingle and starting a design firm. Um, you know, it was bumpy. It was really bumpy. And then I started figuring it out, you know? Wait a minute, I come from TV, I can have a webcast. Wait a minute, I'm doing design now. Then it sort of all just came together, mm -hmm. you know? You just have to sometimes stop and figure out what's missing, what I, how do I hone in on what I really want? What's the next incarnation of what I already love? Yeah. For me, that's what it was. So good problems to have. Yeah, good problems. All very good. Yeah. So but in your hard. travels, were there any specific places that you loved going that you found the most inspiration? Absolutely. And I have a bucket list of places I want to go to. Um, I love South Africa. I was so in love with it that I wanted to bring design here from the African carved uh, stools and things like that and the Kuba cloths. Um, I'm a textile freak as mm -hmm. a kid. 
I was like three years old, I was playing with my mom's fabric samples. You know, I just had a thing for tactile textiles and collecting. Um, so uh, yeah, South Africa, um, I was most surprised by Central America. Uh, Guatemala City um, was extraordinary. There's a university there, there's 40,000 students, but the I bought every loomed textile, the wedding blouses, the embroidered stuff that I could get my hands on. Oh my God, fabulous. Uh, and, and I still have that stuff, so, and made stuff out of it. I mean, that was a huge surprise, but I mean, I've been to islands and Australia and the Great Barrier Reef and every mode of transportation. Most, I would say, Western Europe, um, uh, I didn't get to Asia yet. Uh, Morocco's on my, because I have so many Moroccan things that I love. Um, but yeah, I'd say my biggest surprise was Guatemala. The other one would be Cape Town, you know, and all through wine country in South Africa. Um, just was on my bucket list. And yeah, I think all of it's been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> all of it's been amazing. It's just very isolating, but it's amazing. Yeah. Well, people I mean it's an it's an incredible adventure to be able to go on i am you know beyond grateful it is i think that's the inspiration it's what i missed so much during COVID. just not even leaving the house in la we were yeah. the first locked down and the last to open up so yeah i have the travel bug again but really there's so much in your backyard i went to the pasadena showcase house i flew up to san francisco showcase house there's so much inspiration in our backyard. Mm -hmm. You really don't have to go very far to be inspired by design or the latest something. It's just making sure you do it. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm very bad about planning trips. My husband is, he loves to travel. So I always kind of, that's good. I'm very, I'm very lucky in that I can just rely on him to, you know, plan the next one. Um, we, we haven't really had a big trip since COVID. We had planned to um, go to, we were going to go to London and then to Italy and we were going into the Bologna region, mm -hmm. the Bologna Parma area. Mm -hmm. And when we, like the week before we went, um, it was all, you know, the COVID talk, like, oh, what's, what's happening with this? Is it going to quiet down? Oh, Whatever. Yeah. And I said to him, you know, this whole, this this whole COVID thing sounds like it might be getting kind of bad. Maybe we should just, you know, reschedule our trip or, you know, postpone it. It's like, well, you know, let's at least do London. So we, we didn't go to Italy, which actually turned out to be a Good blessing thing. because that was, be area, that was red zone. <laughs> Very first. So you've been they, stuck there. And there for a long time. Yes. You would have been stuck there for a long time, which doesn't sound bad, but they were pretty strict about where you, when you could go out, where you could go. So it wouldn't have been like an Italian vacation. <laughs> nope. Um, but then we recently went to Mexico for our anniversary, which we love. Um, but our next trip is going to be to Tokyo. So, and I'll let you know the details when I get them. I just yes. let them plan. Please do. I'd like to go to Tokyo too. Why are you inviting me? <laughs> Come on, join us. We love it. <laughs> How long you've been married? What anniversary is this? Um, this is. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. I think it's five. <laughs> yes, five. We've been together 10 years. We got married on our five-year dating anniversary because I don't remember dates. I'm so bad. But luckily he does. He keeps track. Well, somebody's got to celebrate it. Okay, good. Yeah, so we're, right. we're good about celebrating it. <laughs>
<laughs> I have to, um, I got it before. I, I'm not going to forget, but I'm sitting in this gorgeous showroom. I am shamelessly going to say I am so proud and excited that Baker McGuire um, Furniture Interiors is our sponsor, Women in Luxury Design sponsor, our newest sponsor. And I'm sitting in this fabulous showroom, which is really a labyrinth of room after room of gorgeousness. Um, so we're super excited to be here and, um, and talking with you today, right out of the PDC, my happy place. Well, the Baker showroom has so much gorgeous stuff. If, for those of you who haven't been in recently, you have to take a trip over there. It's just chair. spectacular. <laughs> this chair is awesome. It's just the most yeah. comfortable things. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, they're iconic and gorgeous. I was just in here and it's all redone. Yeah, no, it's amazing. You know, I haven't been in in the past, I would say, few weeks, so I definitely need to get over there. I was here a week ago. Paul. Everything's Everything's around. different? Oh, God. Got to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> Too fun. Too fun. Well, Blakely, you're really, I can't believe you, you need to be doing this all the time. Oh, we love Mark. Gosh, I know. This was so much fun. We'll have to have another segment. We will. We'll have you on the webcast. We'll just go back and forth. I love it. Perfect. We'll just bounce back and forth. Well, thank you so much for your time and, you know, carving out the time to do this. Um, and thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate it. You can find this talk and all of our other talks on our podcast and IGTV. And happy Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Designers at Home. Follow us on Instagram at Mark Weaver and Associates to listen to live or subscribe to this podcast. If you found this podcast valuable and insightful, share it with your friends, comment, and subscribe. We are also on YouTube at Mark Weaver and Associates. Thank you.